You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the Toxic Mold Expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here's episode 28, why bleach won't solve your mold problems. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now let's get to the episode. Why bleach won't solve your mold problems? I can't tell you. How many times have you heard people talk about using bleach to fix all of their mold problems? Uh, I think the best way to say it is it's very rare if I don't get asked that. Uh, you know, a lot of people just think, well, yeah, you just spray it with bleach. So it just, it's, it's kind of a, it's an old wives tale, I guess. And it doesn't help that the EPA, you know, that that's what they recommend, but it's, it's, uh, it's very common. I can't tell you how, like I said, I'm, I'm more shocked if someone doesn't bring that up because when they think of mold, they just think of killing it with bleach. Don't you think the, the idea of, of using bleach to kill mold just speaks to the fact that mold is, as one of your books put it, it's an epidemic and Correct. it's a silent epidemic and people don't take mold seriously. So they think something like bleach will just clean it all up. Yeah, it's it. We live in a society, honestly, that everybody's about a cheap, easy fix and doesn't really want to pay a specialist or anything like that. And when you hear it all the time, you know, well, bleach will just fix it. Well, they, you know, think bleach is the fix all. And so now, at the end of the day, like you said, my very first book, The Mold Epidemic, was named that because it just people seem to think that you know it's not an issue. And so we bring up bleach, and here's what people don't understand. Bleach is a, a water solution that has sodium hypochlorite in it. And only about 7% is that chemical. The other 93% is water. Wow. And we've talked about this before, but at the end of the day, you're just spraying a little bit of chlorine into whatever surface you're spraying and then 93% water. 
and and all all bleaches are different, you know, breakdowns. But for the most part, let's just say it's a ninety ten split. But ninety percent of that is water, and it's just it's crazy if you think about it. Because what is the one thing we say you have to have to have a mold infestation? Water. Yeah, the moisture. Yeah. And so it's just it's it's kind of funny that you would do that and. The, the concerns we have with that is more or less you're just feeding the mold. And it's something that, like I said, the EPA has it even in, the, the EPA has a book that's called uh, Mold Moisture in Your Home. And uh, it says right in there to use bleach. And so people that believe that, and, and it's no different, uh, to me it's confirmation bias. You know, if you Google, does bleach kill mold, you're going to find the results you want. And so people look at the whole... Well, the EPA says it's okay, so why not go with that? Well, and and I think that's where a lot of the the misunderstanding on the part of of the general public comes in is this whole idea of, well, if the EPA says it, you know, then it's okay. Why does the EPA recommend bleach for mold? So I I did some research on this and because I was always curious as far as, you know, why would they say that? You know, initially I was like, well... You can use bleach for to, to take care of mold if it's a non-porous surface. And so I just kind of assumed, you know, that, that that's why they recommend it, because it is something you can use. Well, when I actually did some research on it, the EPA classifies mold, or sorry, classifies Clorox, which is a disinfectant, in the same category as they do biocides and insecticides. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is at the end of the day, the EPA looks at all of these under one umbrella. And so they think that's okay. You can't use insecticides on mold. So it's just something that to me, it's kind of odd that the EPA would even, you know, they're, they're the top, I mean, they're the environmental protection agency. So you would kind of think that the buck stops there, but it doesn't. And that's why, that's why they do it is just think of it as they classify it all under one umbrella. And so, a disinfectant versus a biocide, which a biocide, what it does is it attacks the cell walls of those mold spores to destroy them. Whereas a disinfectant, that's, you're only cleaning a surface of something. It's disinfecting, not the biocide where it's actually attacking it. So it's kind of an odd thing why the EPA does it. And like I said, I'm not sure why. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, I could probably call them tomorrow and they'll give me an answer, but which that was sarcasm, but, but yeah, I don't know why they do. And it, it, it's like I said earlier, it, 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 it's sad that our own government entity more or less kind of misleads people. And that's why we're going to keep going back to that. Why we have a mold epidemic. If the EPA doesn't even give you factual information, who do you depend on to get it from? People like me. Exactly. So it's it's a crazy thing, and like I said, at the end of the day, I I don't know why the EPA does it, but that's that's my best guess. So it, it almost seems like the EPA misclassifies bleach and just lumps it with the other things, sort of the way we've had our food pyramid for, for the last fifty years, right? <laughs> so that's food pyramid has totally changed, and what we thought in the nineteen fifties was right turns out to be absolutely wrong. So given that, is that why in all of your books you really talk about people? taking charge and recording and documenting and, and paying attention to how they feel so they can actually be their best, 
you know, proponent of what they need to do. Exactly. And that's, you know, like you said, with the food pyramid, you know, and that's, you know, finally we're kind of evolving away from that. But when it comes to the mold and the EPA, and, and, and I'm not going to just blame the EPA, local municipalities, counties, states, cities, they don't make, molds. just, it's not a big deal because they don't think that that's a concern. And so that's why you have people like us that, you know, I want to inform people. I want to educate people. And if you have a diary, there's there's things, and, and, and you listeners know this, I, I, I try to educate you as much as I can. And the, the reason why is I just don't feel like the government really cares and the states don't care and the cities don't care. The counties don't care. I'm not saying doctors don't care, but I don't think they, most of them are really not trained in what mold sickness is. They, they you know, they can only diagnose it for, for what their medical books told them. So, so yeah, and that's why, like, you know, you brought something up that, uh, I, I say all the time as a diary, write everything down. I mean, the food you're eating, and your doctor's going to say the same thing. But from a mold specialist side, you know, the rooms you spend most of your time in, you know, do you have a humidity meter or gauge that's telling you what the humidity is in that room? You know, if you're in your office all the time and it seems humid and you go into your living room, you kind of can tell the difference. It's no different than when you walk into a bathroom and it feels humid. So, Keep a diary because that kind of stuff is, that's how we get to the bottom of, is it mold that's causing your health issues or is it something else? Absolutely. And so going back to this whole thing about using bleach on mold, what, you know, lots of people, they're, they're not sure. They're not sure if the surface that they're treating can be treated with bleach. What do you say if people are like, well, is it just a surface issue? Do I need something more? How do you know? Well, if you're questioning that, first and foremost, don't use Google. Um, just if you're not sure if you should use bleach on something, don't use it on that. And beyond that, obviously, that's when you have to get specialists involved. And if you're unsure, and I, I say this all the time, if you're unsure about something, just stop, do what I call a take five, and take a few minutes and go, well, should I do this? If you don't know, don't use it. And beyond that, call a specialist and ask. You know, we do phone consultations, and it's not that expensive. And we, when we do a phone consultation and you schedule it through the website, you fill out a questionnaire so that we're not on the phone for 60 minutes asking initial questions. I have all that. And so when we get on the phone, we can go over the, the, the main issues that we have concerns with, not, okay, when did you start feeling sick and stuff like that. So... But, you know, I'm not the only one that's out there giving consultations. Call your local mold inspector. I I would hesitate from telling you to call your health or county health department because they're really, they don't really know. Yeah. And so, but get a hold of a specialist. So do you have like a list of what to use bleach on or what you shouldn't use bleach on? Not, not exactly, no, but I do cover them in the books. So okay. there's certain things. So... As far as bleach, for sure you can use it on things like your tile. Um, the grout may be a little iffy. Concrete, uh, you know, let's say hard surfaces like a metal or your, you know, your laptop and things like that. You can use them on that, you know, plastic Barbie dolls. Now, um, stuffed animals, that's something that you shouldn't use it on. And so, as far as, and I know in my books I, I name off a few things, but the way I say it to, to my clients is 
non-cellulose materials, you're okay with bleach. Cellulose materials, don't use bleach. So when it comes to cellulose materials, we're talking carpet, sheetrock, um, wood, stuffed animals, bedding, couches, a whole whole number of things like that. And, and just think of it this way. If you're going to spray water on something or bleach, a liquid, that's probably a better way to say it, is it going to get absorbed or is it just going to sit there? And if it just sits there, then obviously it's okay. But if it's going to be absorbed, say, by a stuffed animal, don't go that route. Absolutely. So now when I think about things like bleach, I always think of the smell of the bleach and, you know, what it could do to your skin if you get it on it. Right. What should people consider when they're using substances like a bleach? So when you're, and it's, you know, I think a lot of people nowadays, they 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 don't use the, the proper PPE, which is a personal protective equipment. And, you know, if you think about it, you remember back when grandma would clean, you'd always, you know, kind of envision or see her with rubber gloves on, um, maybe a respirator on or something, you know, as far as what she's inhaling that would protect it. Nowadays, you kind of, everybody just kind of thinks that, you know, we've gone so green and everything's so environmentally friendly that it's not going to affect you personally. One thing that you've got to remember is you're using harsh chemicals and, you know, there's things, obviously, I'm not a chemist, and I'm not going to get into all the what you can and can't mix, but, you know, there's certain things you can't mix, like bleach and ammonia. And whether you're mixing anything or not, make sure you have safety glasses on. You can buy a pair of safety glasses fairly cheap. If you don't have any, just put your sunglasses on. Put anything on. You want a respirator, and as far as a respirator, all you need is just a simple particulate filter you know, you can buy those paper ones for, I don't know, we buy them in huge boxes. Uh, but for a few dollars, you can buy one of those paper masks. And then obviously you want to have gloves. As far as your skin, like you said, it you need to protect your skin. So make sure when, when you're going around doing things, and then even your day-to-day or weekly chores, make sure you are using the proper prote- protective equipment. And of course, you know, you'll be able to smell... Like if it's a strong smell, you know, hey, I should probably have some protection. Or if it's kind of burning your skin a little bit. So make sure when you're using stuff like bleach that you're you're protecting yourself. There it is. Now, what is your, if you had to give uh, one piece of advice that people could take away from this episode when it comes to bleach and mold, what would it be? Stop falling for the bleach is going to fix all my mold <laughs> issues. So it's just... It's it's no different than people that, that go around, and I'm not mocking people, so don't, you know, my listeners don't take this the wrong way, but it's people that think if they put, uh, you know, that disinfectant gel on their hands everywhere they go, and every time they go into a grocery store, that they'll never get sick. That's just, they, we all know that that's not the case. You're still going to get sick. So don't just think that bleach is your fix-all for mold, because I see it time and time again on mold inspections. The client says, well, I didn't know any better, but I just sprayed bleach on it so it wouldn't get worse. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You've got expert advice right there. Don't fall for it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and share this episode and the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist 
at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.